Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Have you seen your trade show calendar recently? I'm guessing it is empty because every single trade show, conference, expo, everything has either been canceled or moved to later part of this year. And you're sitting here going, now what do I do? Well, Good thing you're in the right place because we're going to discuss several options on how to make the most of this time when you can't get out of the office. You can't even maybe get out of your own home. It is Trade Show You Lockdown Edition, and we are going to just give you the tools you need and the options to make the most out of this time. So you ready to get started? Let's cue the music. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Welcome to another episode of Trade Show University. It has been a crazy couple months here as everything has just been shut down. And uh, if you're listening to this far in the future, we're in the middle of the coronavirus and the shutdown of the world. Every show, every expo, every conference, everything has been shut down. And we've shifted. We have shifted. Uh, but you know what? Before we get started in, in today's episode, I just want to encourage you, please get over to our website at www.tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U, dot B-I-Z. Scroll down the homepage, sign up for our newsletter. You're going to get all the latest information, and I am going to send you, this is my gift during this time, I'm going to send you my ultimate goal-setting workbook. When this when this thing lifts and you're ready to start doing trade shows again, you're going to want this guide. It is going to walk you through how to set the right goals for every part of your show. It is, it's, it's really, really powerful and it is my gift to you. So please get over to my website, tradeshowu.biz, scroll down the homepage, sign up for our email newsletter, and I will send that to you right away. So like I said, everything has shifted. Everything is just coming to a screeching halt. Actually, it's more than shifted in, in our uh, event world and in the trade show world. We're in a lockdown. <laughs> you can't even get out of the house. Uh, so for businesses out there, for all of you who are sitting here looking to make up for lost opportunities, because so many of us rely on these shows, on these expos, you know, for some industries, that's where you make your sales. You are writing orders. You're, you are raking in the money at some of these shows. And if you've lost that, that opportunity, what do you do? What options do you have out there? So we're going to be going through several different ideas, which you can implement in your business to help fill the gap in sales 
maybe that gap in the leads that you were hoping for or the opportunities that are left by all these canceled shows and events. First thing I want you to do is you need to make a commitment that you're not going to let this set you back. I mean, I know you have no choice. This will set you back, but you've got to make an effort. You can't just sit back and just kind of say, well, okay, maybe next year or maybe in the fall when when that show starts up again. You know, we, we're all praying that that happens. We're all praying, but but we just don't know. There's so many unknowns. You know, when this thing started, it just kind of, uh, it wasn't that big of a deal, you know, at the beginning. And then all of a sudden it got more serious and more serious and more serious and, until here we are today. Uh, right now I'm, I'm recording this in uh, late April 2020. And it is a time when everything has just stopped. Everything has stopped. And for a lot of businesses, the revenue has stopped or gone down considerably. And so, you know, having these shows are important for so, so many companies. And and if you're listening to this, then maybe you're one of those companies. The opportunity to get in front of your customers and prospects of the show was taken away for now. But all that means that you need to get creative. You need to get creative in figuring out new ways to get in front of those customers and prospects. So no matter how you do it, you just got to do it. So that's the first thing. I want you to make that commitment that says, okay, no matter what has happened, we're going to do something. We are going to do something. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. And I'm going to walk you through some really, really cool options. Uh, and I'm going to some of the stuff you're going to have to figure out on your own, but let's walk through. So first thing I want to, I'm going to encourage you to do is reach out to the show manager of the show that, that were canceled that you were already planning on going. You 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 sent all your money in, and um, you know maybe you've already gotten some refunds, but uh, maybe if it's postponed to later in the year. You're planning on going to that show, but reach out to the show management. Ask if they have any resources available to exhibitors. You know, things like, hey, where, can you can you send me the registration list? All the people that you were going to see at the show, they have registered, pre-registered for the show. See if you can get that list because now then you have that opportunity to get in front of those people. Also, see if you can get an exhibitor list, you know, and a lot of uh, shows, if they have a website, a lot of them will have all the exhibitors listed on the website. And here's another thing. (laughs) I don't mean to bounce around, but if you're not uh, networking with exhibitors when you're at the show, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. So look through the exhibitor list. Which of those can possibly be vendors to you? Which of those can possibly be uh, a new partner of yours? or even a customer of yours, look through that. Do not discount the other exhibitors there at the show. And also, look at your competitors who are going to be there at the show and go and uh, check out their websites. Take some time, especially this downtime. If you've if you got a little bit of spare time, take some time to check out your, your competitors. Look at their websites. Are they doing anything different? Check out their social media pages. What are they doing that you can learn from at this time that you would have been able to do at the show because these shows are a great source of competitive market research. So check out what your competitors are doing. Then also see if, uh, see if these shows are giving out are offering any additional opportunities to reach the registered attendees. You know, like maybe they're doing some email blasts that you can uh, that you can get attached to, or maybe they're doing some additional advertising to those uh, registered attendees. Maybe they're putting on some some. I'm seeing some webinars, some virtual workshops that are being put on by some shows that were were postponed to later in the year. That they're still 
staying engaged with their attendees. And that's fantastic. So how reach out to them, say, hey, how can we take part in some of this? How can we be included in your email blast? Can we uh, th- give you some information about a promotion we're running or or uh, do uh, features on some of our products or services or send links to some videos? Whatever you can do to work with the show to get your name, your products, your information out to the possible attendees. So start there. Start with the show management. Okay, These organizations, they want to keep you as engaged as possible so that you stay an exhibitor when their show is rescheduled, that you don't back out. So please uh, reach out to the show management of those shows that were canceled or postponed to later in the year. So whether you have the show's registration list or you have your own list, your own in-house list, or whatever. However you have are trying to reach out to possible attendees or prospects or customers, here's some options to consider on reaching out to them. You know, I've seen companies try to create what you would call a virtual trade show, which can take a lot of different looks. I mean, the cool thing is, with the technology that's available out there today, you can do so much more than even 10, 15 years ago with all the social media platforms that are out there, all the the video options that are out there, all the different softwares, the apps, all this kind of stuff that is available, you are in a great place to be able to effectively reach out. So let's, let's talk about a couple of virtual trade show options that are out there right now for you. First, you can go complex. You could do something that really replicates what you would have had at the show. So, uh, something that could take be super complex that maybe will take someone literally through a virtual walkthrough of your trade show exhibit, something using virtual reality even. The user will then lead the experience, choosing to view the information on the products or services that are of interest to them and being able to ask questions, maybe even chat real time. You know, there's some companies out there that are offering some really cool custom software, some apps, or even, even, uh, develop a part of your website or a new custom website just for a virtual trade show. And they would be able to create an accurate recreation of what's it like to be at the actual event. If you have a big booth or even a smaller booth, to have someone be able to walk in and look around and see what it is that you were there and you were going to be offering, you were going to be talking to about them, about talking about to them and Showing them the literature, showing you the products, the services, doing demos, things like that could be a very, very cool option. It's probably going to be your most expensive option, but if you now have a lot of budget dollars available because you're not going to be flying a team of people out across the country and spending all those uh, hotel dollars and meals and transportation and all that stuff, if you have all that sitting and uh, available to use, then maybe you want to look into something like this that can really make it a, a really cool difference. But if you don't have the budget, then maybe this isn't the best option. But look into it because it might give you some really cool ideas. Another option you could do is to maybe a simplified, more uh, simple self-guided tour. You know, maybe you can create an introductory video welcoming people in and letting them know what they can experience at your virtual trade show. Then have separate videos for them to click on to see all that you have to offer and let them pick and choose what they want to see and what they want to find out about. You could do product demos just like you would at a show. And this could be very simple if you already have the videos and very inexpensive. Or you can quickly pull some stuff together, get some people 
uh, into whatever setting that you need to be able to effectively do a demo or effectively show off your products and services. And then just have a have that those videos put together on a website or throw them onto your Facebook page or onto a YouTube channel, which is of very, very little cost, and guide people through the, the options on that page. Another option, and this one, I is, actually, it's my, my personal favorite, probably because I'm cheap. <laughs> and so it, it's cost effective. It takes less time. How about this? Find a space in your office or wherever. Set up your booth just like you would at a show. Set up a camera or your phone on a tripod. And then do a live interactive event on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Instagram TV, or whatever social platform your market is at. Do a ton of pre-marketing, get people registered, and get the get them there when you go live. You know, set up a specific day and time and go live, but be live. You know, have some presentations ready to go through. Maybe you set up a time that's going to be for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever, however long you think you would like to do this. Have some presentations ready to go through. And then take questions from the viewers, people that are, that are popping in. They're putting questions in the chat box answer those questions real time. What a great way to engage. You know, I really like this for real time, real time engagement. People feel that that you care and that they're special if you're engaging with them right then and there. This is, and it's great. It's you're authentic. You're being real and you're putting yourself out there. You know, you're there with your audience interacting just like you would at a show. And that's why I like this because it's real. It's that real-time stuff. It can be fun. It can be really, really effective. The only risk is not having a lot of people show up or not getting questions or not getting the engagement that you're hoping for. Uh, This is why you need to have a lot of material to go through and personalities that are really comfortable talking for a long period of time so they can so if you don't have any questions coming in they can go to the next topic and they can do a lot of filler and talk about the company and like i said have a lot of material to go through but this i love that option because it's the most this as close to being at the show as you can get without actually being at the show Now, the simplest virtual trade show I've seen is to do one long video, to go through everything at once. So you you can tee it up with an introduction and then go through your different products, your different services, and just have one long video. And and this could be really effective, but but the bad part, it's not interactive. So it's not just like being at a trade show. And unless the videos are short or super super engaging, you're not going to keep people for a long period of time. Uh, most people on a video will drop off after five, 10 minutes. If you're really engaging and uh, you have a lot of new things to show, then maybe you can keep them for longer. But uh, but you have that risk because it is just a canned video, if you will. And they will people will not stick around as long as they would if you're being interactive and you're asking them questions and you're getting some feedback right back. But at least it's something, and you're putting something out there that you've never done before. So that's great. Another idea reach out to your key vendors or your partner companies to do something together. Come together. This is going to give you the great opportunity to reach a wider audience as you can combine your in-house lists and then you also combine your followers on social media so you can have even a wider reach. And then just do one of those options that uh, we already went through, some of these virtual trade show options. Got to be creative. 
Now, how about this? <laughs> if you were planning on going to the show, you may have bought a lot of uh, a lot of tchotchkes, a lot of giveaways, a lot of promo items. And if you have cases and cases of giveaways sitting in uh, storage somewhere, like some brand new squishy balls or flashlights or something else with your logo on them, get yourself some padded envelopes. Here's my pro tip. Okay, listen closely. Take notes on this because this works. Okay, get yourself some padded envelopes, bubble mailers, whatever you want to call them. And then put one of your new your new little uh, promo, promo items and get those out to, the, to your list. Get those out to the attendees that were going to be coming to the show. Get those out to your in-house list and invite them to your virtual show. Give yourself plenty of time to get those out there and get people to come back, register. But put those promo items to good use. The trick there is the padded envelopes. Padded envelopes packages, puffy envelopes, they not only get open, but they get open first. Have you ever received a padded envelope and not opened it? No, but we do that with junk mail all the time. Oh, it's another letter from ABC company. I don't need them right now. That stuff gets thrown away, but it's the same company that sends you a padded envelope. You're digging into that thing because what is inside, okay? So it's going to add to some cost to you, but it can be well worth it with the effectiveness. Just get creative, okay? That's the main thing you've got to do at this time. You've got to get creative. Get your team together and brainstorm. Or if you're a small business, you really don't have a, a team to brainstorm and bounce ideas off of, reach out to me. We can jump on a Zoom call together. Just send me an email, jim at tradeshowu.biz. That's jim, J-I-M, at tradeshow, the letter U, dot B-I-Z, to inquire about getting something pulled together. I love, it's one of my favorite things to do is to sit down and brainstorm, throw around ideas, and just give you a good sounding board from someone who's been in the industry for a long time can give you that really good perspective. So reach out to me and send me an email and we can get something set up for you. Okay, so you're you so we've talked about if you were an exhibitor and some really unique ways to get out there. And again, the main thing is you got to do something. But as we all know with trade shows, there's a lot of different things, not a lot of different ways that we get involved when we are at a trade show. So sometimes you're scheduled to also give presentations, to give a talk, to be on a panel. And if you were scheduled to give any of these things, then get that information out to your audience, okay? Turn your presentation that you were going to give anyway, turn that presentation or your workshop into a webinar, or maybe record yourself giving that presentation or workshop and get that video out there. And if you were supposed to be on a panel, Hey, how about this? Reach out to the other panelists. See if you could do that panel virtually via a Zoom meeting, a Facebook Live, an Instagram TV, or whatever platform your target audience uses. And that's important. It's got to be on the right platform where you're missing out on some, on some people. Another tip that I want to give to you is repurpose the content you have already developed. You don't have to start everything from scratch just because you're doing a new concept. Use what you already have. This could be webinars you've already done, some videos you have already, are already out there on YouTube or on your website, white papers you have written that's sitting around, your literature, and more. You've got to be adding value, and which is more important than ever at this time when your, cu your customers are probably also feeling the pinch of reduced revenues. Okay, so add value at this time. Reach out, show them you are giving a little bit more. 
Okay, so say you decide, you know, Jim, the virtual trade show thing, that's just way too much work and and we're we're busy right now. Even if you decided not to do any of, any of those kind of options and those ideas, please don't miss the opportunity to reach out to your audience because guess what? They are also missing out on coming to these shows. It's not just you, the exhibitor, the attendees. Some of them rely on going to the shows to see what is the latest and greatest in the industry. Maybe they're ready to make a purchase and they were going to look at you and your three other competitors that are going to be at that show so they can look side by side at the products up close and personal, get demos, and now they do not have that opportunity. So reach out because your competitors might be doing it. And if they're doing it and you're not, you are losing out on possible sales opportunities. So the worst thing you can do is nothing. Try to keep up. Try to maintain momentum as much as you can. Stay in front of your audience. Use social media. Use emails. Whatever you can, just make sure you continue to stay out in front of your audience. So there's a few ideas on how you could still capture some of the results of shows and events while giving your customers and prospects a unique experience as well. You remember, your competitors and other exhibitors will most likely be doing something. You don't know what because everyone's, I've seen some really unique stuff out there. Everyone's trying to do something. They're trying to make up for this time and make sure that you do what you can to stand out. You've got to be unique and deliver value because guess what? Our email boxes are getting flooded. I'm sure you've seen it. You're being, you're getting flooded by a lot of people, and a lot of businesses. And if you are doing the same thing, your customers are also getting their email boxes flooded. How do you stand out? You've got to be unique. So remember, go where your audience is if you're doing something live. Live is great. You have so many great options, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and other platforms, and they're all great, but to maximize your effectiveness and results, you need to be on the platform your target audience uses. That is so critically important. If you're not, if you're going somewhere else just because you like the platform, you're missing out on potential audience, new people that you could be drawing to you. So make sure you're picking the right platforms or multiple platforms. As we wrap up, we, we, I plowed through a whole bunch of stuff here, gave you some ideas. Hopefully, you're going to latch on to something. Hopefully, you got, I got your creative juices flowing, those wheels spinning. I want to know, what are you planning on doing? Do you, are, are, do you have stuff already in motion? Have you, maybe you have already run your own virtual trade show. I would love to know what you're doing. So please drop me a note, jim at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z. I would love to feature some of these new ideas on future episodes. So please reach out to me. Let me know what you're doing. And like I mentioned earlier, if you'd like some help brainstorming or need someone to bounce ideas around, reach out to me for more information or to schedule a session. Good luck getting through this time, praying we'll all get through this healthy and stronger on the other end, and that we could all get back to going to trade shows again. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.